United States, Canada, Mexico. Greetings, world. So glad you're here. We uh, lost an hour of sleep last night, but we are still sharper in attack today. This is the Bushels and Barrels program. I am Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok and Twitter is where you can find me. If you're really bored, Ryan Peter on Facebook is where you can find me. And as usual, I am joined by my beautiful bride. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. Which is the promo code for for the best <laughs> night's sleep in the whole wide world. Are you going to finish? Oh, I did want to say something about that. Yeah, go ahead. I will say that we have been my pillow supporters for a while, ever since 2020, especially. I just never like pulled the trigger and actually bought sheets or anything until after 2020. I always looked at them like, oh, that looks nice, but I'm just too tight. So I would go to TJ Maxx or Sam's and get, you know, and Sam's are, they're very good quality. I don't know the brands, but they carry some pretty high quality sheets and I like those. My mom likes them. So anyway, I want the best bang for my buck. So I'd go to TJ Maxx, get the towels, you know, oh yeah, bring them home, wash them once or twice and the threads are already falling apart. (laughs) (laughs) But that's just kind of how I did, you know, and do things like washcloths, hand towels, that kind of thing. Um, I will tell you, I I will not spend another dime on towels at TJ Maxx because I am so impressed with these my pillow towels, washcloths, and hand towels. Yeah, that's just that's that's the way it's going to be. They yeah. are so good. Just wanting to let you know, and the sheets are fantastic. They are comparable to or comparable, however you want to say it, um, to our Sam sheets that we've used in the past. But I will seriously take off our sheets, wash them real quick. Well, it seems like it takes forever, but then I'll put them back on because I love them so much. Awesome. So, yeah. And we're paying bills early today, aren't we? Well, I just wanted to throw that out there because your advertisement, although you are very good at this radio (laughs) stuff, it did not mention the towels at all. So, and I do, I do. That is probably that and our, um, our blanket that they, they sent us. It's a corded blanket. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's heavy. It's weighted. It's fantastic. Well, hello, Jessica yeah. found out this week and she has not told me who, nor will she, t- nor will she tell me, but, uh, she got some feedback that, uh, well, we don't like Ryan's commercial. <laughs> so... <laughs> No, I won't tell you. I know. There was there was a few people though. That's that hard to like, do. I'm telling you, that would have been a great TikTok. I said, you know, he did record it like 50 times and <laughs> anyways, I'm, it is tough. I didn't do it, so you're doing a lot better than I would have ever done. Anyway. No, cuz you just did one right there and you sounded really good. It flowed. You knew exactly what you wanted to say. It, well, it, I'm that just was great. Telling, well, I'm telling the truth about something, so it's easy to talk about, right? Right. 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 <laughs> so, they do have great products. Um, I do like my shoes. I'm pretty sure my girlfriend, Nicole, thinks that they look like grandma's shoes. And she's like, you don't wear those, do you? I'm like, uh, yes, I do. But I have a tendency to lean towards the grandma style. <laughs> so. Well, here, let, let me tell you guys something about an experience that I just had with my slippers. Okay. Oh, okay. So it is, what time is it? Now that was, time has skipped forward. It's 7-11 right now. Okay. On Sunday evening. Oh, 7 7-11. 7-11. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who? No, I'm just kidding. Right. Anyway. Everybody on TikTok knows that guy. <laughs> yeah. 
But before we came up here, I decided to have a beer. Well, I don't keep beer in the house most generally. I keep it out in the shop in the fridge. So I mm-hmm. put on my, my slippers and walked out to the shop, which is walked across rocks. Mm-hmm. Couldn't feel the rocks. Mm-hmm. But my feet were just so comfy. Were they? Oh, they were. <laughs> but you couldn't feel the rocks. I mean, they're the real deal. Yeah. They're just yeah. a good product. Yeah. So, so you want to invest in some home yeah. home self-care. And the I other guess. thing that we want to remind you guys is... Essentially, every penny of a commission that we may get mm-hmm. from you guys buying anything is going to help somebody. Right. This is not a ploy for Jess and I to make money or to try to add a bottom, yeah. add dollar figure to our bottom line of our tax return. Yeah. Not at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we've said, this money could easily go towards maybe sponsoring another scholarship, if that's mm-hmm. what it comes down to, or who knows where mm-hmm. we might go. I've got an idea for a cause that Mike Gallagher does every year, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to look into it here for this summer, and it is it is a godly Christian mm-hmm. ministry that I would like to promote. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is right now, but it, it's just a good one. Mm-hmm. But that's what your chair, that's what your money is going to go to. So not only are you going to get a great product, you're also going to be helping somebody else mm-hmm. uh, through us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you want to look at it that way. So, so anyways, moving can, on. No, no, no. Oh. Can I still play oh. the jingle though? At least I get. Yeah. Come yeah. on, and then some bumper music. So. Sure. Because that went great last time. Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> Promo code. Hello, Jessica. <laughs> I'm not gonna get used to it. I can't. You're not. No, but you're oh, so good. It. Promo code. Oh. Well, I thought it was good. <laughs> I think you're terrific at it. Damn it. You're fantastic. (laughs) All right. So you're wanting to move on then? Yeah. um, I wanted to let everybody know that our deadline for the scholarship uh, applications is May 10th. And um, then we'll uh, announce all of the recipients on May 30th. So uh, we have received some really good applications tremendous so i'm not replying to any of them right now yeah but yeah as, we they, wanna, as yeah. they come in i'm just kind of briefly looking at them and um we've we've gotten some really good candidates so i'm so excited to yes. continue reading do not forget about it that deadline is may 10th yes so. exactly um, let me run through are you okay with running through these emails real quick we yeah, did absolutely. receive quite a few emails yeah i yeah. love these people that listen to us every <laughs> yeah. single week we had um, one of our favorites, Todd from the Greater Bone Gap area, emailed in. Todd's said that a good dude. He can always end a meal with something sweet. So we were talking about yeah, dessert. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Derek from, and I know I'm going to pronounce this, it, Lovila, Lovilia, Iowa. Okay. Don't know. Lo, Lovi, anyway. He's a lineman. He was um, encouraging his brother to to go to school, maybe study the same thing. Um, he says, keep God in our podcast and spread the word of God somehow. So this is the way we're doing it. So yes. that's wonderful. Kent from Clarion, I, Iowa, loves his show and sounds like he says our show might sound like him, just like him and his wife. Good. I really kind of slaughtered that. Good. Sorry, Kent. But uh, Jake from Central Nebraska, him and his wife have a cow-calf operation. Says he went to a four-year university, and if he could do it over again, he would get two different degrees or two different skill sets. He and his wife left school debt-free because they worked hard during school and found our show via Tony Reed. Yes. The Tony Reed effect. That would so, be, that is the Tony Reed thank effect. Thank you, Tony. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Straightforward farming podcast if you're not listening to that. Brandon from Knott'sville, Kentucky saw you driving in your Volvo. 
<laughs> he actually saw he me saw driving? He saw you hauling and said your Volvo looks good. Thank you. Yeah. You're one of the few to say that, man. I'll tell you what, I get a bunch of crap for driving those yeah. turbine Suburbans. Oh, gosh. Uh, Josh from Missouri sent in a joke, um, and he also said something about our slogan. And he said that there are a lot of people who weren't born here in America are more patriotic than some that were born here. So maybe change it to, you're born in American, don't forget to be one. He says, you're in America, don't forget to be an American. That's So that's a good point. He made a great point. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with because that. Because I think that's true. People desire to come here for freedom. And then, yeah. you know, they're the ones who are like, no, you guys can't give in to this stuff because it's going to lead into socialism and... Yeah. 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 So anyway, Joel, this is my last one. Joel from West Ohio. He is a railroad conductor. He shared a Facebook story um, from ABC News that the feds are looking into the North Folk's southern handling of additional reported hazmat concerns weeks after the the East Palestine incident. So he shared that story with us. You and I did some math. We did. On railroad workers. Yeah. Like, just how many there are total. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you guys that listen, listen to us, large, large, not all, but large agricultural community listens to us. Right. And you always hear the saying, well, two percent, less than 2% of the farmers are the ones that's producing all the food in the world. Which, I, I mean, I'm sure that's probably right and getting smaller with farms getting larger and things like that. So Jess decided, you know, I wonder how many railroad workers there are. Yeah. So what did, did you find math. out? There was like 177,000 total. Total railroad workers. In the United States. Yes. And there's 336 million people. Something like that. In yeah. the United States. Yeah. There's a lot of farmers compared to railroad workers. Yeah. Like it was so far below 1%. It oh, was yeah. unbelievable. It was like a 10,000th. Okay, so for those of you in the greater Bone Gap area, what you do is you take 177,000 <laughs> and you divide that by 336 million, and that is your percentage. Don't you multiply it by 100 and then you get the percentage? Uh, if you know how to read it, that's your percent. Okay. Okay. But whatever. Well, because I don't, I'm not from the greater yeah, bone gap area yeah. and I, sometimes you're, I have a hard you're, time. You're from Arkansas. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So. Goodness uh, gracious. No, I mean, it's, it's such a small number of people, mm-hmm. the railroad workers, and I'm never going to slam the railroad. Mm-hmm. Those people for as small a percentage as what they are, you can't live without them in this country. You can't. They move so many billions of dollars worth of goods so cheap and really relatively fast. Mm-hmm. You know, I, Jess and I were talking about it. We have a Norfolk Southern and I have nothing against Norfolk, Norfolk Southern. Cause I don't think anything that has happened here uh, in East Palestine was intentional. Um, Jess and I were sitting there talking though. We uh, at Belmont here, South of my house, you get a, tra- a train going by and let's just say it's a mile long train. I've never really thought about it till sitting here. There is a hell of a lot of money that mm-hmm. just went right by you. Cause you mm-hmm. think about all the stuff you see. You might see cars. You might see coal tanks full of maybe gasoline. Yeah. Uh, cat, Something I, around here. We see a lot of Caterpillar equipment go by. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you'll see these trains that like it is a quarter or a half mile of nothing but bulldozer after bulldozer mm-hmm. after bulldozer. You just sit here and think about it. Man, that's a lot of money they're moving yeah. right there. I remember after 2020, we saw a lot of military 
Totally. <laughs> There's a lot of military equipment. Yeah. And the vehicles, just the sheer value of all that. Mm-hmm. And what would that stuff cost if like the military vehicles, what would that actually cost the taxpayers if you had to pay a driver to get in each one of those vehicles oh. and drive them across the country? Right. I mean, railroads are so necessary. Mm-hmm. It's just stuff you don't think about. I think about the, the, the grain trains that come out of uh, local elevators around here. Mm-hmm. That is the reason elevators can bid up on grain. Yeah. Is because that is a form of transportation that is a hell of a lot cheaper than a semi. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, they can offer you more for your grain, you know, being competitive. So, I don't know. Kudos to all the rail workers out there. I, I, the rest of the world and TikTok and everybody might be trying to trash you guys right now. I, we're not on the Bushels and Barrels program. We need you guys. Mm-hmm. And, and we're proud of you. And we're damn glad you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you know, I was invited to a church service um, last night by a girlfriend. Our kids go to the same school, but um, her father is actually a railroad conductor. And I found that out last night. And I said, this is the second railroad conductor I've kind of met in the last, and I didn't meet her father, but uh, I heard and her mother was there and she was telling me what he does. And she said that now they're trying to get them to double up on their loads. So like putting two trains together. And then I think that the railroad company said, well, this is pretty much a one man job. So only, you know, maybe we can mark it down to like one man, one man, I'm sorry. And um, then the Fed shut that down. But um, it's just very interesting because it's a world that I don't know. I don't know. I mean, of course, trains affect all of our lives. We're either stopped by one or we see them running down the road or whatever. But um, and they bring goods Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Uh-huh. I mean, semi drivers are incredibly, and we love our truck drivers here too, mm-hmm. because the trains take it to a centralized location and then the trucks have to take it from there right. to your individual Wherever. store. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I, I kind of hate it. I don't kind of, I do hate it. Now, on a lot of the headlines that I read, or if I'm going through my Twitter feed or even on TikTok, I see a whole bunch. Every time a train derails now, mm-hmm. you see it. Right. And I have not seen one. Besides the East Palestine, I have not seen one train derailment of anything that was toxic, but they always report on them. Mm -hmm. Well, before we knew anything about East Palestine, I think we tackled this about three or four weeks ago. What is it like? There's an average of 1,100 train derailments per year. year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, you're going to have three per day, essentially. And that's just going to be normal. Well, now people have their phones. It's been on the news and everybody's reporting on them like it's something different. Well, Mm -hmm. it's not different. It's just, it's, it's flat knot. Mm -hmm. It's what it is. You know, the, the official petroleum geologist of the bushels and barrels program, Ross Bassnett and I were talking (laughs) about this and he had a brilliant point. He goes, you see this train, this, this tanker train, or at least the segment of the train that was tankers derail and whatever was in those tanks turned out not to be a good deal. Mm -hmm. How can you argue with a pipeline? Ooh. Garbage like that doesn't happen in a pipeline. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a brilliant point. Absolutely. So all you um, uh, environmental environmental Nazis out there, if you really care about the environment, you ought to be leaning towards pipelines. No, Joe Biden's shutting all those down, though. You know, it's just... It's stupid is what it is. But he, I thought that was a great point. So. Absolutely. Ross, you And you know, I do, I do think what they've done in East Palestine is, is wrong. Covering up, you know, the I, I feel like it's wrong. I don't think that they're handling it properly, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. I don't live there either. 
Right. And I'm not boots on the ground either. So yeah. it's. Uh, well, and, and, you know, the, the CEO of Norfolk Southern had to go in front of Congress this past week. You know, he sat there and he said, we're going to clean this up. We're going to make this right. We're going to make it right for the individuals. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's a horrible thing for anybody living there. And I, I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. But why not trust him? I mean, his job as CEO is to make sure that that, that company is as profitable as yeah. it can. It, it can be. And if he goes in there and does a half-assed job on the cleanup, that's just going to look bad for Norfolk Southern. Yeah. And he's going to get fired. Well, I think they're going to have a bad reputation uh, for a while, but it's going to... I mean, if they handle it properly, I think the EPA and stuff being in there not doing what they're supposed to do, I think that that's, that's a pretty big deal. I mean, that they burn that and it it's caused some issues. I don't... Did Norfolk do that? I mean... I don't think that they no. did. No. I think the EPA did. See, that's all. that's not on Norfolk's... But it, but it's considered to be Norfolk's problem because they're the one who right. quote oh, yeah. caused yeah. the train yeah. derailment, whatever. Right. And then they, of course, they want to blame Trump for, you know, slashing some red tape for you know capitalists or whatever. But that's not Trump's fault for so, sure. Anyway, sure. <laughs> I don't know. My goodness, but I don't know a whole lot about trains. I know my son loves them. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Absolutely, I, I love, love them. them. Like I said, we're a big fan of Norfolk Southern here. We used to we used to pull over on the side of the road, and you know, you farm some ground that's right next to a railroad, and you go over the railroad tracks to yep. get to the ground, and um, <laughs> we would pull in there when we'd see a train because he absolutely loved them. Most kids loved do loved them, yeah. So he would just watch, just in awe. <laughs> so that's fun. So you know, kind of a morbid thing that i've thought before oh what you know we farm right beside the railroad track sometimes yeah. those guys would go screaming by at yeah 50 mile an hour i don't know how fast they're going i assume yeah and i just sat i've been sitting i've been sitting there in my combine unloading sitting still instead of unloading on the go for whatever reason and i've just thought you know i'm real close to the railroad track man if that thing derails oh I don't want to think about it. No, no, I don't want you to think about it. I don't want you to think about that. Yeah, that is kind of, that's kind of dark, right? But at the same time, who am I whenever you and I are going down the interstate in a, in a vehicle, Mm -hmm. whenever we're, whenever Jess, just to tell you guys, Jess generally drives everywhere. And I don't even know why or how that happened, but I guess it's because I drive all day, all the time driving something. So it's nice to have her drive anyway we're going not down that the- i don't drive all day running errands okay for whatever reason she drives <laughs> yeah some of our friends make fun of us for uh-huh. it but anyway <laughs> i'll never forget one of the first times when it, right after her and i got together and we're going down the interstate to Ar- arkansas arkansas for thanksgiving we're, we're heading down i-55 just north of memphis and i mean this this semi was going about 67 and jessica was going 68 and she decides to pass it of course, she's going a little faster, right? Well, me being a semi-driver, I know I am completely aware that everybody's life on that highway <laughs> is based on what my front left tire does. In a semi-truck. Or doesn't do. Right. So, she's sitting there meandering past this damn thing. We're in, what was that car? A Honda Accord? Did that, we take my car down Yeah, here? that was that okay, was the day yeah. that I, like, I was like, okay, I got to teach yeah. you something about passing a semi. <laughs> yeah. Just annoyed the crap out of me. Because like, uh, she could see I was sitting in the passenger yeah. seat, getting uptight, like putting my foot down as hard as I could. Uh-huh. Like I was looking for an accelerator on mm-hmm. my side of the car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Jess. It's funny. I don't remember this incident. I do. Okay. I do. It's right after dark. Oh, that's funny. Yep. Okay. And the wind was blowing just right to be wrong, mm-hmm. where it's kind of whipping your car around as we were coming yeah. past the truck. Yeah. And I was like, Jess 
get in that lane and hammer it and get past that guy. Like every second that you're like beside him, if something uh-huh. happens to that front left tire, you're done. Yeah. We're done. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I've never thought about it like that. Yeah, exactly. Because you're happy go lucky. <laughs> No, I just never understand. I never understood the mechanics of it. I never, you've thought, never drove a semi. And I've never dated a semi driver either. I mean, I like that. Yeah. You know how to drive big equipment. So let me ask you something. <laughs> now when you pass them. I get on over. Do you get on it when yeah. I'm not with you? Yes. Okay, good yes. deal. Because I deal. think about it. I'm yes. like, well, semi drivers are kind of weird anyways. Like if you're on the interstate and you've got the big box trailers going by you and everything, these people do not pay attention to what they're doing half the time. Oh, yeah. The and number of those drivers. They're kind of like normal drivers, yeah. right? They're off on the they're off on the shoulder. They're, they're in looking the at their phone. Trips. Yeah. They're, yeah. It's, all, it's crazy. So whenever I'm next to semis, I am over and out of their way and yeah. on with my life. <laughs> Exactly. Like I get I get going, get gone. See, folks, you can't teach her much, but what little you do <laughs> might save her life. <laughs> yeah, but I never did think about that. I never thought about it. Never crossed my mind in a million years. Yeah, nope. there you go. Yep. <laughs> All right. So uh, we celebrated Cohen's 18th this week. Dude, I, I'm a dad of an 18-year-old. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Yeah. I just, I'm not going to lie to you. Whenever I was in my office for just a little bit, on Friday, the day that he turned 18, mm-hmm. I, was, I was needing to get some work done on the computer, but I, I looked up and on my corkboard in my office is a picture of Cohen whenever he was about three or four years old yeah. making cookies at grandma's house. Aww. And I didn't cry, but I did get a, little a watery eye Aww. because I remembered it just... I remember picking him up at preschool on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, taking him to school and walking him into the grocery store to get a donut before school. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I got to turn him loose with, with money because he's old enough then to walk in. I just mm-hmm. remembered all that stuff. Yeah. I was like, how is he 18? I'm, I'm so proud of that kid. He's he's a good kid. He's still a kid, but he's a damn good kid. Uh, whenever he woke up on, on Friday morning, came downstairs, I said, well, buddy, happy birthday. And we sang happy birthday. Me, Jess, and Alden sang happy yeah. birthday to him. And he sits down and said, well, how's it feel to be 18 years old? How's it feel to know that you can walk out of this house and legally there is nothing I can do to you to get you back? <laughs> he goes, I don't know. Feels about like yesterday. Yeah. So you know what I said back to him then? <laughs> I don't remember. I said, well, you know what's great about this for me too? He said, what's that? I said, legally. I do not have to give you a p- place to live or Ooh. supper. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I would have tuned that one out. <laughs> Every mother would have tuned that one out, I think. <laughs> well, I think it's a good warning. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> Legally, you can't come after me if I don't. <laughs> oh, not geez. that I ever wouldn't, just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, keep man. walking the straight and narrow, son. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we had Cody and Nicole over and your parents over for cake and ice cream after we went to Mexican, and we celebrated his birthday. Yep, mm-hmm. good time. Yeah, Alden, Alden, of course, wants a present and was really not, he was really confused why Cohen didn't have a bounce house in the, so we do like a bouncy <laughs> water slide for Cohen's birthday, or Alden's birthday, because it's in the summertime. Everybody's in swimsuits and they go down the slide every every year. And he was really confused why we didn't have a bounce house for Cohen. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so that was really sweet and innocent. <laughs> exactly. What do you want to get to next? I don't know. You got anything we can pray about? You know, I, well, I don't you're gonna think put we, me on the spot. I don't think I, we've I actually <clears throat> done a prayer prayer. We always talk about God mm-hmm. and our love for God. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't know. We've done a prayer the past two or three weeks. Oh, really? I don't think we have. Okay. I don't organize one. Do you want to do one? Um, yeah, I can. Yeah. You put me on the spot and I start sweating real bad. So the patriotic sweating machine <laughs> or the whatever. Inspiring patriot. That's what you call me. Yeah. <laughs> patriotic <laughs> sweating machine. Jeez. I don't know. Um, I, I just want to, you know, I think that maybe we should say something like, I usually prepare my prayers, if that makes sense. Sure, I know. Because I get yeah. put on the spot and then I don't know what to say. And then yeah. I've had some people say, oh, you're really good at praying. Well, that's because I, pre- I prepare and I think about it. And I kind of let the Holy Spirit kind of guide my words. Um, so I'm not that, that great at it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I am. I think anyways. you're great at it. Okay. Thank you. That's the reason um, I always want you to do it. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I guess I, oh, all right. Lord, thank you for, for giving me the words to say and um, people to have ears to hear what we have to say. And uh, thank you for discernment. Lord, we just bless your name and, and give glory to your name. We thank you for all that you've done, that you've died on the cross for our sins and that you've, you are the savior of our life. And we've decided to follow you because you gave us that, that free will. Thank you for wisdom as we go about this week. We make our decisions for our week. Thank you for our family. Protect all of us as we go through our week. Protect us spiritually. Protect our heart. Give us guidance. And again, I want to praise your name. And everything that we do and that we say this week, Lord, be with us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. And Lord Jesus Christ, real quickly, I pray that my 18-year-old son, as well as every 18-year-old son of all of our listeners, uh, even if they are the 18-year-old son, uh, enter this life with passion and wisdom and uh, strength. Let them be able to discern right from wrong and uh, make good decisions because what they do right now matters so much 20 years from right now. Absolutely. In your name we pray. Forever and ever. Amen. 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 What else? Well, there were some uh, hearings this week. There were. Yeah. There were. Just out of curiosity, Mm -hmm. we don't have C-SPAN anymore. How are you listening to those? Oh, gosh. It's a struggle. It is? (laughs) Yeah. Well, because a lot of these, I don't have YouTube on my phone. I don't know if we've discussed that or not, but I've taken YouTube off my phone. I don't watch it typically. Um, But like, if you go to the Oversight Committee's website, you can stream via YouTube. Well, sometimes you can't really stream and then do something else on your phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, like YouTube, like kiboshes that. Yeah. They're like, no, you're going to watch YouTube and you're only going to watch YouTube or else. Yeah. (laughs) Or you're not going to be on our app. Okay. Anyways, um, I went to Rumble and I found a few places like Right Side Broadcasting. They held the hearings live. There was like eight of them this week and a few of them. I think one of them got postponed, uh, the Biden investigation by the Department of Treasury, um, was postponed. It was supposed to be on Friday, and it was postponed. I was looking forward to that one. Right. (laughs) (laughs) um, Anyway, so the oversight met on a few different things. I went back and listened to, um, well, was it the personnel management? No, it wasn't. It was the origins of COVID is the one that I listened to. Yeah, the origin. Origins of COVID is what we have a couple sound bites of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which has been a hot topic. But in the past three years, if you said it was anything but from a bat, you were the conspiracy theorist who was the idiot. And as usual, 
it takes a little bit of time, but the truth starts to creep out. Yeah, it does. And um, I forget the the gentleman's name who is the former CDC director. Yes, we have a soundbite um, of him. Yeah, and so what what I found really interesting is the gentle lady from I think she's from. To quote it. I'll find out here in a minute where she's from. But anyways, her and Jim Jordan went back and forth and he was putting her in her place. She's a delegate, so she doesn't even have a vote. Um, But she was arguing and making these childish comments throughout the entire hearing. It was very dramatic. It was very childish. Nothing was professional about her interrupting and doing the things that she was doing. Um, And, you know, the Democrats, whenever they, when it, it was their turn to speak, like, they're all like, well, we could be talking about things that actually matter instead of talking about the origins of COVID and all this other stuff. And I'm like, this is kind of a big deal. Like, if it was, if it was actually leaked from a lab, we probably need to know. So this is the former CDC director talking about, um, with one of the, one of the women who are asking questions, and he was actually, the, the former CDC director was actually shut out of a phone call between Fauci and a few other people during this time, like in January 2020. And it really sounds like uh, Fauci and the other guys were trying to create a narrative, and this guy disagreed. Yes. So um, this woman, what is her name, Ryan? I don't know. Okay. You watch this stuff. I don't. Anyway, she was asking questions. Listen to this. Fauci was affirmatively told in, told in an email that uh, NIAID had a monetary relationship with the Wuhan uh, Institute through uh, EcoHealth Alliance. He, he was told this in January 27th of 2020. Do you think that Dr. Fauci intentionally lied under oath to Senator Paul when he vehemently denied NIH's funding of gain-of-function research? I think there's no doubt that NIH was funding gain-of-function research. Is it likely that American tax dollars funded the gain-of-function research that created this virus? I think it did, not only from NIH, but from the State Department, USAID, and from DOD. I'm out of time. Thank you very much. Wow. The NIH, mm-hmm. our tax money, mm-hmm. went to help create that. I mean, am I understanding that correctly? Yes. Yes. So going back, and I think I've mentioned this in a, a long time ago, Ryan, you used to think that I I was so crazy and I would, <laughs> I would bring up these conspiracy theories and you're like, absolutely not Jessica you're gonna have to stop bringing this up to me this is dumb (laughs) this is there's no way that Fauci had anything to do with this but I remember March of 2020 yeah right when this all started mm -hmm, this man showed up on truth and liberty and I couldn't tell you his name but he spouted this exact theory he said we have proof that (laughs) the U.S. taxpayers paid for this lab in Wuhan and then leaked it so um it was very interesting back then and i've always kept that in the back of my mind Mm -hmm. and so whenever it actually came out to be true yeah like holy cow yeah go figure we knew this and it's taken how long to to get out exactly it's been it's been a wild ride so anyways fauci shows up on cnn you need to play the the fauci's back song do you have that all right i'm ready all right here we go guys Fauci's back, Fauci's back, Fauci's back, Fauci's back, Fauci's back, Fauci's back, Fauci's back. That's a little easier to sing than the My Pillow jingle. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's really fun. Yeah. So he shows up on CNN. <laughs> I don't miss Fauci, and, but that was great oh, to be able yeah. to play that soundbite. That's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> Eminem's great. <laughs> Anyways, getting back to the meat of it is Fauci shows up on CNN and he backtracks and then he's like, oh, well, this could be natural. This still could be a natural occurring virus. And here is how he, listen to the way that he explains it to this reporter. And I don't know the guy's name on CNN because I don't watch CNN on a regular basis, but he explains it and he, he makes it. <laughs> this, it's stupid. This convoluted whole thing. It's so just, stupid. just listen. Lab leak. Uh, I, I, you know, I've been wondering this. Do we have any idea how that would even work? Um, have you heard any accounts as to how that might have happened? Is there yeah. speculation well, there, in, in the yeah, scientific but, community as to how that happened? Yeah, the, 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 there's a good, that, that's a very good question, Jim. So one of the things that people maybe don't fully appreciate that all of the intelligence agencies agree unanimously that this was not engineered Namely, they didn't deliberately do this to make a bioweapon. Everybody agrees with that. No matter what your prior thoughts were, everybody agrees with that. A lab leak could be that someone was out in the wild, maybe looking for different types of viruses and bats, got infected, went into a lab, and was being studied in a lab, and then it came out of the lab. But if that's the definition of a lab leak, Jim, then that still is a natural occurrence. The other possibility is someone takes a virus from the environment that doesn't actually spread very well in humans and manipulates it a bit and accidentally it escapes or accidentally infects someone and then you get an outbreak. Or intentionally. Those are the possibilities when you're talking about lab leaks. But are, are there any accounts of that occurring where one might say, okay, well, there, there we go. Perhaps this is it. This is what happened. No. That you're aware of. In fact... There are no lab leaks that have led to pandemics. So there have been accidents in a lab that happens intermittently. We've had experiences with that in modern times recently. But there have never been a situation where a virus escaped from a lab that's a brand new virus that no one has ever seen before that led to a pandemic. That has not happened. Okay. So... This morning, whenever Jess and I was preparing for the program, she were she was playing me all kinds of sound bites, and and a different one that we don't have tonight was one that the former CDC director, he Robert using, Redfield, is his name. Robert Redfield, yeah, that's yeah. right. He was using all kinds of scientific jargon that I don't really understand, mm -hmm. but. If you listen to it, you could kind of do some deductive reasoning and figure out what he was trying to say. And basically, what he was saying is. We couldn't hardly find a bat that had the coronavirus in it. And the ones we did, they would not really, they weren't they, hardly contagious. Yeah. They, would, they couldn't even spread it. Mm -hmm. They couldn't spread it amongst bats, mm -hmm. let alone a bat to human. Yeah. So the reason why he thought that it was lab is because they put it into inside of a humanized, these are his words, a humanized mice, a mouse. Mouse, right. Yeah. Right. To see if it was actually engineered. Yeah, I, I, so Fauci saying here in this in this soundbite, he expects us to believe that somebody was out there catching bats in our shop. You know, when we get bats in the shop, sure, they're out there catching bats. They get bit, and then they go to the the lab, and then that's how it spread. 
Yeah. They, they get bit by a bat that's got coronavirus <laughs> and then they go inside of the lab to go to work and then somehow it transmitted into um, some sort of jar or right. a vial or whatever. And that's that's now what we are considering a lab leak. Which, <laughs> Which is so not, hard to believe. It's so I, far-fetched. On. It's so far-fetched. So anyways, if people are still listening to Fauci, I would, I would really... Uh, mm. Maybe well, question there. The people that listen to Fauci mm. are always going to listen to Fauci. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of the way that it's going to go. Yeah. And so then and then the people that are open to an idea, because I mean, in the beginning of this, like just, Jess just said, I'm like, you know, this seems like a pretty serious deal. I can't imagine somebody would just flat ass lie to us. Mm-hmm. And then I really can't imagine that America, our, my tax dollars, people, your tax dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Went to help develop this. Right. To hurt. I, I, you just can't. That, to me, that's just unbelievable. And that was about three years ago. That was three years ago. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like the things that I thought Jessica was just, dude, you're off your rocker. You need to you need to go to bed at 1030 p.m. and get off Telegram. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I was going through a massive awakening and I was just like, wait a second. If this is actually true and I looked into the documents that they had provided, I'm like, holy cow. And then... Here I'm thinking to myself, if I show these to my husband, he is going to think I have fallen off the deep. And I did. This flat earth. I did. (laughs) Fall off this flat earth. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. I like that one. (laughs) Thank you. That's Uh, nice. No. Anyway, I just, whenever I heard this, well, I heard that hearing. I listened to the hearing. It was very entertaining. It was very good. Um, And then, not only that. The Twitter people were on trial, not on trial, but they showed up to Congress and Jim Jordan had put them on that uh, they showed up as witnesses anyways about these Twitter files. And that was very interesting, entertaining. Again, this woman sitting with Jim Jordan was just a she was so childish right. during, during this hearing. It yeah. was awful. It was awful. But anyway, yeah. anyway. so um, that's that's all I have as far as I'm I'm paying very close attention to this. Um I find it very interesting that the the bill, there is a bill that Josh Hawley out of Missouri yeah. had introduced, and it passed unanimously. What, to ban TikTok? No. <laughs> We're well, talking about COVID. I know. I so, know. Um, <laughs> He's one of the guys that said ban TikTok. To, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's good for, I, I think it would be fine for a few different reasons, but I understand why you wouldn't want it banned, and I understand why i mean the government's already spying on us so whatever if the government stops spying on us i'll give up tiktok let me go ahead i'm sorry okay (laughs) this bill passed the house 419 to zero on declassifying any information regarding the origins of COVID 19 and the pandemic huh exactly that's my my thoughts exactly huh how is there no opposition to this what is the angle? that alone is puzzling right okay and i'm not even going to try to take that and draw party lines on that mm-hmm. the fact that nobody was against trying to uncover the origins of it mm-hmm. i think there were like 60 16 people that just didn't vote at all right and then there were zero democrats to oppose hmm. the, yeah right okay so i'm a little bit i'm a little bit um just aware that something might be up with this. I don't know. Wh- I don't know why. I don't yeah, know so what. A vote like that that goes strictly like four nineteen to zero. Yeah, that dead red flag comes up. Yeah, like what? What do? What are they not telling us? 
Uh-huh. And one might say, well, it's we're coming up. I mean, right now is the early, early stages of the 2024 presidential election. Mm-hmm. People are trying to get out ahead of this, and the Democrats don't want to look like they supported anything that tried to keep the truth from coming out because of COVID, mm-hmm. because already the truth is coming out. Yeah. Because the House is already hammering these people, right? Right. So they're probably, I mean, I'm, I'm just wild guess here i don't have any idea but they might be sitting there thinking i don't want to be on the wrong side of this because that's already they're already behind just because of joe biden and mm-hmm. and his leadership mm-hmm. and i i would just say maybe maybe they don't want to keep falling even further behind yeah so yeah. it's now, gonna Fauci, be a fun next year and a half fauci is like the highest paid government government yep. position he is i mean before december because he retired in december right, right. or he stepped stepped down right um and Elon I, Musk's pronouns are prosecute slash Fauci. Fauci. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is another reason I'm a fan of Elon. So Yes. Um I and I and I know people just don't like him. They think he's the devil, whatever, but he's he's provided a service that has been fantastic for us in rural America. And I like that. Am yeah. I a fan of Tesla cars? Nah. I don't care. You know, if a nah. person wants to buy it, great. Go sure. for it. Don't care. It's not going to work for us. It's not going to work for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyways, Fauci is. And what he said in that soundbite, something about the no intelligence agency has said that this came from a lab. And I'm like, yeah, but all of these intelligence agencies were like against Trump also. And yeah. they played the so, weaponization of the government versus the people exactly. of the United States. Of exactly. course, they're not. Exactly. It's taking what we're doing right now to try to get the truth out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. holding people's asses to the fire, mm-hmm. asking them under oath, mm-hmm. tell me what you knew and when you knew it. So it's very interesting to me what's happening with this whole thing. Yeah, it's got my it's got my eyebrows raised and yeah. me scratching my head trying to come up with. Well, you did a good job today, Jess. Well, thanks for coming up with some content. Well, thanks taking the pressure off of me. Well, I don't know, whatever. All Man, right, we've had a hell of a day. There is a reason. <laughs> There's a reason that uh, it is seven. We didn't get started till seven now. eleven. So yeah, seven eleven. <laughs> so something happened today that I knew was going to happen, okay. and I knew it was going to happen two years ago. Yeah, and I just didn't know when. And but it would only happen if I wanted to run for school board again. Well, today was the day. I got home from church to find somebody smearing me on facebook Mm -hmm. and so you guys all remember and maybe you don't maybe if you're new to tiktok or got on later because i removed the video but i i made a distasteful Mm. video Mm. driving through a trailer park in a town and this trailer park i mean it is run down it's in it is bad it is in horrible shape shape. Mm mm-hmm Everybody that lives around here knows that's where a lot of meth was being cooked back in the heyday of meth. And you just don't go there to play on the playground. Yeah, yeah. So I went by, and I made, at the time, what I thought was just an absolutely hilarious TikTok. And if I wasn't a politician, you know, some of it was hilarious. Ryan. But... What? You have street cred, though. How long did you live in a trailer? I lived in a mobile home for 15 years, and 15 not a damn—not for one second did my place look like any of these places. Mm-hmm. These places, I mean, they're just run-down dumps. I mean, they—they they look like just where drugs are made. It's mm-hmm. honestly, it's what they look like. The, the sheriff is always there, or mm-hmm. used to be. It's just what it was. It, but regardless, 
I, being an electric, elected figure, didn't need to make a TikTok like that. Right. Okay? I owned it two years ago. And I love you, and I stand behind you. I love... I love you mm-hmm. as a man, as my husband, as the leader of my household. I don't like some of the things that you do. This would be one of those things that, and that, that is perfectly I do not, fine. I did not like. I am not, I was not a fan of. Okay. I'm pretty sure I cringed. That's fine. Because I'm on the side of, okay, let's be politically correct. Let's not, let's not ruffle any feathers. Let's just kind of, I mean, in the last two years, I've probably spoken out more than I have ever in my entire life. But right. I'm just saying like, well, I made this video completely 1 billion percent distasteful, right? A lot of people found it funny. It went pretty viral. It was actually, it was one of the first viral videos on TikTok I had. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people found it hilarious, but man, there's a lot of people that got seriously butthurt about it. Right. And then, and this stupid, this is where I was a moron. It's like a total moron. I didn't even think whenever I, I thought about pissing people off whenever I posted it. I thought, yeah, this will probably make some some uh, liberals mad or some people with bleeding hearts that always look to be offended. Yeah, I figured they'd be mad. I was I was an idiot. I did not think I sit on the school board and what that would make me look like as mm-hmm. a member of the school board. Mm-hmm. I posted it. Did I mean it was a it, it, view wise and comment wise and share wise? It did very very well. It didn't do very well for me as a member of the school board. Or the community. Or the community. So It made you look really bad. Yeah, it did. It did. And I own it. Mm -hmm. And I owned it whenever it all happened, whenever Mm -hmm. whenever I was getting... And and this is before I was on Facebook, but I guess that video was... Mm -hmm. I mean, it was shared on Facebook from here to California. Right. I mean, everybody saw that video two years ago. Right. Of course, the second all this stuff happened, and, and then there's some other stuff, I took it down. Immediately, but by that time, the damage is done, you know? Yeah. It was just over with. So, the next school board meeting, I went and I apologized for my off-color video. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't say it like you guys are a bunch of dummies for making me do this. Mm-hmm. I said it. I meant it. I'm sorry for you doing this. You were genuinely this. sorry. I was yes. genuinely sorry. Mm-hmm. I didn't... I, I should have thought I should have been smarter in this. This was a very boneheaded thing to do. Uh, essentially, it won't happen again, and I'm just sorry. Mm-hmm. Right? You owned it, yeah. I owned it. Which I would I would say that a lot of people have a hard time doing these days is apologizing for what they did. You know what a lot of people may have done? I, I can't say this for sure, but a lot of people probably would have resigned. Oh, yeah. And they would have just said, I'm going to take the easy way out, screw these people, because they're all a bunch of linguine-spined little you-know-whats, and I'm not going to I'm not gonna apologize right. to them. Right. I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. I owned it, and I, I said my apology mm-hmm. two do years ago. Do you remember ago. the sequence of events? I do, like yesterday. You you released the trailer park video. All this happened. You apologized. Then you had multiple parents reaching out to you concerning masks, concerning contract Because that tracing. was right in the middle of COVID. Yes, absolutely. Uh, right, yeah, all of yeah. this stuff. All of these kids were out for weeks at a time, just yes. putting parents, the pressure on these parents and the kids coming home and being depressed and all the stuff and their e-learning and all of it. They just can't. And falling behind. Yes. Yes. It was just a terrible, terrible time. And you're like, you know what? Here's the deal with the health department. You just tell them that you've been around the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus and you, that's how you get around it. It is none of their business. It is none of their business where you've been and who you've been around. It's none of their business. That's right. So. I, I took that stand. Yes. And I own to that to this day. I still own that stand. Absolutely. Well, what happened is you made all these people mad with the trailer park video, and you released that statement or TikTok or whatever. I did a series of, of mm-hmm. viral videos. Yes, and they didn't stop 
in Mount Carmel. They went viral. Oh, yeah. So then you you got a call from the reporter about yeah yeah about we're getting tired of this. It's been a year mm-hmm. and it's just getting worse and more and more of our freedoms are being taken away. And my son is in high school and it's mm-hmm. ruining him and all his classmates' experience. Right. So therefore, and I own those videos too, and I'm not sorry for those. Mm-mm. And if you disagree with me about that, hey, that's cool. I mean, we you had multiple to... conversations with current school board members telling you to resign, that you have no man parts. Oh, yeah. Because you are not, what kind of man would get out there and tell somebody to- To lie. To lie. To, yeah, to, to not to be honest department. with the health department. Yeah. Well, me, because mm-hmm. the health department doesn't need to know anything about what I do. I don't right. elect them. Right. I don't elect a damn one of them. Mm-hmm. And all they were doing- and they can't argue with it. All they were doing was ruining our yeah. kids' lives. Yeah. That's what they were doing. All in the name, thinking like they're keeping grandma and grandpa safe. Yeah. But I've said all along, keep the people that are most, uh, this disease would be the most dangerous for, mm-hmm. protect them, the elderly, the people with pre-existing conditions. I've always said that. But these people, I tell you what, they came after me with daggers because of that uh, that that trailer park video. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sitting here doing this about about this the whole COVID thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I knew in the back of my head, whenever the trailer park thing went around mm-hmm. two years ago, I knew that wouldn't be the end of it. It might be the end of it for a while. Mm-hmm. But I knew if I decided I'm going to run again, that thing is going to resurface. Yeah. And today was the day. Yeah. Instead of me just kind of eating my humble pie today, the... I'm going to call them shit stirring uh, Facebook page that, that brought it up and basically just tried to throw me under the bus again. Mm-hmm. I shared it and I made my own comments about it. Yeah. And I said, this was two freaking years ago. You know? Yeah. What are you doing? Bringing this crap. I, I apologized at a school board meeting in open session for doing this. Mm hmm. I think I even recorded it. I might have put it put it online or something. Did a Facebook Live or something. I don't remember what I did, but I'm pretty sure I recorded your apology. But I, I, I apologize for it. Yeah. yeah. But here's what this post said about you today. Okay, go ahead. And they reposted your tra- trailer park video, which was it is off colored. I'm going to say that it and is, but I already apologized for it. It's old. <laughs> You're right. News. It it's nothing news. new. So um, this says from Wabash County ambassadors, as you head to the polls to elect city and school board representation. Uh, they said lease, but I'm pretty sure they meant please. please. Please remember this video by Ryan Peter that was our first post about those that make Wabash County look bad. If you're a member of the school board, you must exhibit some nominal form of empathy. Instead, this, quote, self-proclaimed gift to right-wing America, end quote, gives full tilt on degradation of his own constituents. We don't need this in Wabash County. Reject Ryan Peter. It's the correct and Christian thing to do. In parentheses, it's also concerning that his wife was at the J6 rally to reject democracy. In parentheses, we can and must do better. Reject Ryan Peter. Yeah, so that's what I got home from church today to find. And I'm not going to say it was making its rounds like it did the first time, obviously. It didn't. Because everybody shared it the first time. Mm -hmm. But... It, 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 it pissed me off. I'm not going to lie. It pissed me off. Although I knew it was coming and some may say, well, you deserve it, buddy. You're the guy that made it two years ago. Yeah, you deserve yeah. it. What else do you expect? Cool. <laughs> well, here's the difference. Two years ago, I ate my humble pie. 
And apologize for it. And I apologize for it. And I ate my humble pie. And I, I didn't make any excuses for it. Mm-hmm. And I shut up about it. And I let people rail me and just do whatever they wanted to do. No more. Because this was two years ago. You do it today. And then you drag my wife into it. <laughs> what the hell do you have to do with that trailer park video? With me Nothing. running. <laughs> what the hell do you have to do with me running for school board? Well, other than I am half of you, I don't. I, I, so I've heard multiple reports. Multiple people have told me one of my opponents, his name is Michael Stinson, is behind this. Well, now they say that he's not. Well, of course. And of course they're going to say you that. You can't find out who that page admin is because it's hidden behind. Well, Michael Stinson, if you're not behind this, you damn better get on there and you better denounce it and denounce it quick. And then you better unblock me from Facebook. Oh, so. Oh, you want me to believe you? You want me to believe you're not behind this? I've been told by many people that you and two or three other people are the administrators on that website. Okay. So you're going to sit here and you're going to smear me, which is cool. That's cool, man. I did it. Yeah. And if you don't want to forgive me, don't lecture me on being a Christian. Mm. What a twerp thing to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Don't tell me about being a Christian if you're not going to accept my apology. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Of course, your typical people in our hometown shared it a couple times. And, you know, I'm the punching bag for like 14 people that go round and round. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I shared it. And I just basically, here, I will read to you now, my response. Okay. No, what's right. wrong? No, it's okay. Go ahead. I just get really, I get, this stresses me out because I don't like social media arguing. I think it's a joke. <laughs> I it honestly it just I remember the amount it takes me back to that January in 2021 when you know we were talking to the news I had called the news the reporter I had called um and I prayed very hard you know um about all these people were going to show up on television denouncing you and telling you that you must resign the community doesn't need you doesn't want you here um I just, all of these feelings rush back whenever I see this video. And it wasn't this video. It was this video initially. <laughs> right. But they were blaming it on, you know, lying to the health department. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm, anyways, go ahead. So, I ate my, my humble pie about all this two years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, two years later, uh, uh, a.k.a. today, I'm going to hit back. So, that's what I did. I shared what these people did this morning. And all I put was, I apologize for this two years ago in open session at a school board meeting. How soon you forget. Michael Stinson, since you know how much, so since you know so much about Christian, why don't you try some forgiveness? But if you don't want to vote for me, that's totally cool. But how about telling people what you are going to do instead of smearing great people like myself, Jamie, and Gerald, who are two other great people in Wabash County. That there was a, uh, there was a big There was another on, smear yeah. about those guys yeah. that was, I don't know, a week ago or something. Yes. It's just ridiculous stuff. So anyway, I put, oh, that's right. You can't tell the people what you're going to do because you don't want people to know you will support boys changing in the girls' locker rooms and males playing on female sports teams. You will support mutilation of our minor children without parental consent in the name of trans rights. These are the things opposite of Christian. So before you go judging people and telling them how to be a Christian, perhaps you need to take another look at yourself. I love Jesus with all my heart, and I know he made no mistake when picking each of our genders at birth. If that makes me a right winger, I'm proud to be one. Yeah. So I had a conversation with my dad. He called, he was in Colorado at a men's conference with the, with the pastor friend of his and another friend. And 
I said, dad, and he taught us how to be politically correct. That's just how we do things. You don't talk about certain things in public. You just don't, you know, you're, you work hard, you keep your head down, you work hard, you mind your business sure. and you do a good job the first time, always the first time. <laughs> so you don't have to go back and do your job again. I said, dad, you know, I, a part of me wants to say, Ryan, just don't even reply. Don't even give these people the time of day. Which you I know, almost the people, The people that know you, know what you fight for, what your leadership looks like, they know you. And they, they have the same exact values and they're not giving two licks of what these people say. It does not matter. And that's kind of where I was at. Um, like, don't give it any credence. Don't, don't even pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. Because you're always going to have haters, right? Especially if you have and a strong cool. voice. Yeah, I know that. Right. I know I'm going right. to have haters and that's fine. And I don't have a problem with somebody it, that dislikes me. Right. And I said, dad, this is what, and he's like, yes, yes, I understand. And he said, there is nothing wrong with fighting. He said, I, I listened to a preacher pastor. His name is E.W. Jackson. He's a great, he's a great minister. Anyways, E.W. Jackson said it is past time to fight back with truth. And what the truth is, is yes, that video came out. Yes, you were, you were smeared back then. You didn't say anything until you apologized and you did. You, it was dealt with already. And I ate my humble pie. Yes. And now, and he, he said, Jesse, it is okay if you Stand up for yourself and tell truth. It is okay. It is not. It is not okay to just fight just to fight. It is okay to fight and stand up for yourself. That's right. And that's exactly what you're doing, yep. in my opinion here. Because on in me, I'm like, okay, I don't want to say anything that's going to cause any ruffles, and especially on Facebook because Facebook's a joke anymore. It is. Um. So that's 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 kind of where I'm at, but I'm I'm glad that you're standing up for yourself. It's hard for me to see you get smeared and smashed, and I just want to come to your defense. You know, 100 percent, 150 percent. You know, 100 sure. miles an hour too. You know, that's it's hard for me to see to see it. I don't like it. Well, you know, I don't like it. You know, whenever you were saying, you know, before I made that post, tag. I mean, because I just took that video and I just I shared it. Yeah. Dude, you yeah. want to see what it was? Here it is. Mm-hmm. I own it. Like, I'm telling you, I own that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not proud of it, but I own it. You're not hiding but some. But I'm not behind. hiding behind yeah. it either. Yeah. Uh, here it is. If this is what it is, and it yeah. pisses you off so much you don't want to vote for me, if that's, that's what fine. cost me getting reelected from something I did two years ago that I apologize for, if that eventually cost me the, the reelection, hey, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. And I deserve it. Mm-hmm. I, I, would, I, I know damn good and well, though, that my personal character is not defined by one idiotic, moronic video that I mm-hmm. made and put out there. Mm-hmm. Can you add immature? <laughs> immature. Thank you. I mean, yeah, all the above. Okay. But what I told Jess whenever we were discussing of whether, whether or not to even re- reply is I said, what would Donald Trump do? Would he just roll over and let this hit him? Yeah. Hell no, he wouldn't. Well, I'm not either. And not that we idolize Donald Trump, but just think about the media and the left, how the left has just attacked him. Every Even the right has attacked him in, in certain ways. It's just like, holy cow. You know, they just say lies and lies. They keep talking about indicting him. They've been talking about indicting him since 2015. Yep. Almost 10 years. The other thing that honked me off. Yeah. Is you got to be a low life, true shithead. To bring Jessica into it. You have to be a royal effing asshole. (laughs) I'm being serious. A low-life scumbag. Because you know what? And this goes for anybody at any capacity that I would ever run for, 
for any office, anywhere. If I'm going head-to-head as candidates against you, all's fair. I am never, ever going to talk about your wife or kids. Hmm. Hmm. Never. Okay, take this. Be a, be a, Play devil's advocate for me. Go ahead. What if I were part of the um, Mount Carmel Rally for Justice LGBTQ rights community and you and I were on the left side and somebody like said, well, your wife is in charge of this and is in charge of putting all of these books on these shelves for all these children. And she's promoting a drag queen show for children. Would you not think that it's okay for somebody to call me out being your wife, even though you're. If they can prove that happened. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay. So you're putting, are you working for a school district or something and you're putting these things or you're pushing No, I'm just your wife. I'm just, I've created this LGBTQ community and, and now I have this uh, group of drag queens that are going to put on a show for all family. Okay. It's a, it's a family event. It's a a good point. It's a good point. Drag show. And they're going to redo your kids in, in their drag costumes and do some dances. Yeah. That's a good point. Would it not be fair to say, hey... Morally, I'm going to denounce you. Yeah. And you I, and you open yourself up for it because morally, it is wrong. Yeah. It is not Christian. Right. There was nothing immoral about you going to the Trump rally on January 6th. Your face is not found anywhere in a Capitol building anywhere. No. There were about a million other people, mm-hmm. good people of all ages. There is nothing immoral about that. There is something immoral and the BS that they want to push, and I, if if what you're saying is is true, and all these LGBT trans Q whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you're LGBTQ, I can only assume that you don't care if a boy says he's a girl and right. goes into a girl's locker room and changes clothes. That's it. Well, if I'm an activist for that type of community, then yeah, that's what you. Then I'm going to call yeah. you what you are. Yeah. So this, so this gentleman who's running, his name is Michael, and he's he's very very act activated in in Wabash County with the um, LGBT community, and it's very disturbing. He's so, like a community so, organizer, and he yeah. organizes rallies for LGBTQ mm-hmm. crap. He's got a Facebook page on it. But I mean, the, the only reason I would ever say it's okay to go after a spouse is to say that these people are creating this this environment for children that is inappropriate. You know, I mean, if they did this for the, yeah. for the community schools, and if this guy does this type of thing, I mean, he says he's a well, he's school, proud of it. School psychologist, like I can only imagine what he would be keeping from the. Family I wouldn't universe. want him talking to Alden. Mm-hmm. Not at all. So um, now, me and you can teach Alden not to dislike somebody because they're gay because I don't have anything against a gay person. Yeah. Yeah. As we've said for a year and a half now on this program, don't have anything against a gay person. I don't have anything against a trans person. Do it in your own house. And if you do come over, if we invite you over or I'm going to be nice to you if I see you out and about, but the second you want to start messing with my kids, I got a problem. Yeah. But going back to the January 6th thing, like this comes with the territory. I mean, we're in this together. We're in life together, right? So you think that was fair game for them to bring you into it? I mean, it is what it is. Whoever it I is, don't. you can't find... I don't know who it is behind this page. If it's Michael, that's whatever. If it's these other people, I don't even care. I Like, I'm not going to think about these people. I'm going to think about it today just because we've been talking about right. it. But like, I don't care. And I was at J6 because I 
honestly felt like our votes did not count in the 2020 election. I've never been to a protest in my entire life, and I showed up January 6th with my mother and a few 70-year-olds in D.C. Yep. My first time to, to D.C. ever. And I was there. We left hours, an hour before all of the madness broke out. Thank God we did. But I, whatever. There is so much footage out there, and there has been for the last three years, two years, whatever, how long it's been. Yeah. These people are, are being lied to. And, you know, I kind of feel sorry for them because if they've bought into every single thing, that they, the propaganda that has been on their television. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, that was that came up in some of the threads that I was reading. Really? I didn't respond to all of them. I don't yeah. want to. Yeah. I, yeah. I did the be- I did what I think I thought I needed to be done, and I stood up for myself. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Not at all. You know what? A lot of people would would take the side of just leave it alone. Don't even say anything. Don't give these people any credence, and and just kind of let it go by the wayside, and it'll go away. Which yeah, it, it doesn't. Will. And it no, w- it doesn't. That's how you end up with these nasty books in school. Well, that well, no, I'm saying about this incident with the trailer park video. Oh, like, oh. You know, it would go away eventually. So I'm proud of you for standing up. It, it puts me in a very uncomfortable position because I don't like to see negative light but from anybody i don't want to see it there's so much crap in this world and (laughs) i don't think i did anything negative i don't think you did either but i stood up for myself they've tried to smear you through the mud yeah but like i said i don't like it you know two years ago i knew i would see that video again Mm -hmm. i just didn't know when Mm -hmm. and sure enough it showed up today yeah i don't think i I really don't think i don't think it'll go very far i really don't people that matter are gonna are gonna be Oh, yeah. Anyways. Well, and I've got Anyways. plenty of text messages. This is anecdotal, but I got plenty of text messages today from people saying, dude, I'm glad to see you stood up for yourself about this. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Like, you apologize. What the hell? You know, when Bill Clinton apologized about Monica Lewinsky and his relations in the Oval Office, we were all just supposed to. I did not have. Yeah. We were all just supposed <laughs> to get over that. Yeah. You can't look at that. Yeah. He apologized. Get over it. Well, yeah. here you go. Yeah. I apologize. Get over it. Right. You know? It was stupid. I own that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. End of story. You ready to do some news? It gave me some anxiety. Well, and bit. you know what? That's one thing that Jess and I <laughs> talked about. Right, at, right after I saw it for about the first 15 minutes, it yeah. brought back the anger. I had that same feeling of anxiety that I had right when it happened two years ago. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it is, it is something that is, it's an anxiety that consists of zero pride. Yeah. You're ashamed you did it. Right. I wished I wouldn't have. Yeah. Too late now, and this is going to suck. Mm-hmm. For 15 minutes today, I had that. Mm-hmm. Don't have it anymore because it was two years ago, and nothing happened. Nothing changed about any of this. Mm-hmm. I didn't redact my apology from that day. I didn't do anything. <laughs> some jackass decided they would just post it again and see if they could get some traction. We're going to really get after oh, him. Well, and you know what? I'll tell you what. For any of you liberals that listen, and I know there's a few of you in Mount Carmel, especially right now, that's going to listen. Because of what just happened today. I just want you to know, if you think that this one stupid video that I own as a totally moronic decision I made, is if that's all you got, if that's both barrels, and that's what you're going to fire out after me, you know what? I've got tons and tons and tons of ammunition. They're called votes for the past eight years on our school board. And I stand behind every one of them. Mm-hmm. I've done a good job. Yeah. I really have. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of the job I've done as a board member. Your non-paying gig. 
a non-paying gig. Mm-hmm. The first go around, they called for your salary to be taken. But I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to leave you with that. Right. How do, I mean, do you think them bringing up January 6th is really that big of a deal? No. No, I don't care. An insurrectionist is what they're labeling me as. They're, in, they're labeling me it as... It bothers me. You have absolutely nothing to do with anything. You are a wonderful, tremendous human being. And somehow or another, these Aww. shitheads thought they need to bring you into it. <laughs> because That's what bothers me. It goes along with the narrative. Any man that loves his wife would think exactly the way that I do. Oh, thanks, babe. Well, I'm serious. Yeah. You didn't... <laughs> I mean, they act like you were at January 6th and got arrested. Or, yeah, there's Jessica walking through the halls of the Capitol. <laughs> Not a, not a chance. I would have been in the velvet ropes with all the other grandmas. <laughs> I there would you have. Go. I would have been. Yeah. But because I like anyway. to follow, I like to follow the rules. I probably would have stood up on the steps and like taken a picture and then ran back down. You know what? If I wanted, to, I'm anyway, just, I'm not gonna anyway. say a word. I'm yeah. not, I was almost to say something mean, and I don't. Okay. To. Okay. So, what do you have on your news docket for today? Well, I this, can't wait. This first story kind of goes hand in hand with what we were talking about. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. From the Epoch Times today, 11-year-old reads sexually explicit book to main school board meeting. Mm, I saw this video. This is disgusting. Mm -hmm. This is a little bit of a long read. Bear with me, folks. Basically, I'm not going to read every bit of it. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. going to paraphrase for you. Basically, there was this 11-year-old named Knox. And he read a sexually explicit book in the library of his school. He decided he wanted to check it out because he wanted to take it and show it to his dad because Knox obviously is being raised by some good kids or good parents. Mm -hmm. Uh, The book's called Nick and Charlie, and it describes a gay sex scene between two teens. And I guess whenever Knox went up to check this book out, the librarian, I mean, what did they say? She said, uh, she, she lost her breath and was like, well, mm-hmm. well, what, what you're going to, you're going to take this and show it to your dad. Mm-hmm. In other words, the librarian was caught. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, had, a, or at least had a little bit of a conscience and knew this is going to pro- cause a problem. Mm-hmm. But here's what, uh, here's what Knox said. This book was at my middle school and was on a stand. When I rented it out to show my dad, the librarian asked if I wanted more and if I wanted a graphic novel version. Knox Zajac is his name, said in a video posted by Maine parental rights advocate Sean McBridery. Mm-hmm. At that, the room gasped. But according to his father, Adam, the librarian was the one gasping when Knox announced he was checking the book out for his dad to inspect. Her face immediately turned red. She got very uncomfortable and started stuttering, said Adam. Adam and his son offered to read passages from the book before the school board. My son, Knox, really wanted to attend, he said. Then Knox asked if he could read a passage from the book to the meeting that included a curse word and a sexually explicit description. Page two. You know what? If it was good enough to be in your schools and it's okay for them to sign that out to you, yes, yes, you can. Meaning, yes, you can read this to the school board, young man. Mm -hmm. When Adam heard his child's voice reading the words, he felt a rising anger. He said, as soon as I heard him, it got me so upset listening to the book. I'm glad he read that page, he said. It immediately made it easy for me to say what I said about the podium. 
Adam unloaded on the meeting. You guys know, or you know, who knows the best for our children? He asked the school board, the parents. I don't work anymore, and I'll be more than happy to focus my time and effort for the security of my child and children in this school. I will be a thorn in your sides. So I just want you to be aware of what you've awoken. Knox's first round, Nick and Charlie, while looking for books at the WMS library. Knox first found Nick and Charlie while looking for books at the WMS library. He had heard his high school age brother discussing how his school had the book Gender Queer by Maya Kobabi with his father, Adam. What are these, what are these things doing in our, our libraries of children? What, what, why? I don't know. Do you get to any of the portion of where any of the book? Yeah, I'm, I, I, let me find okay. it here. All right. Um, Adam said Nick and Charlie started with normal pictures of two teen boys hanging out, but then he flipped over a page and found a picture of two boys in deep and straddled in a straddled makeout session. It frustrated the hell out of me, Adam said, page three. Adam said he felt outraged that a middle school library would contain a book rampant and ex- with explicit sexual descriptions, endorsements of casual sex, teen drinking, and 37 curse words. Everyone should go into unisingle. I don't even know what the hell that is. I don't either. I don't know. Everyone should go into unisingle. University years are your sexiest years. Gotta bang as many people as you can. One quote from the book reads, according to the Obscene Book Watchdog website. I, I want a drunk hookup in the bathroom later, he murmurs. And then he walks off before I have a chance to answer him, one character says. Hmm. I, 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 I have no words, but once again, if you LGBTQ people want me to take you seriously and that you're really pushing for justice, doing this shit right here is not going to get you very far. Mm-hmm. And I'll call you out on it. Just like I call out Michael Stinson and the way that he completely and totally promotes all that on Facebook. Via what is it? Mount Carmel March for Justice. What's it called? That Rally for Justice. Mount Carmel his, Rally for Justice. Yeah, yeah that's one of yeah. the pages he manages. And Go through and look at that. There's a, there's I mean, a he few can, of them. He can listen to me right now and block me and keep me from looking at it, but mm-hmm. he can't keep all you guys from looking at it. Mm-mm. I mean, well, it's so it's so interesting because his his stuff is very appealing. It's very appealing. Like I'm an educator. I know I know how to educate your children. I I know I'm a psychologist or a psychiatrist, whatever he is, and. I've got two kids of my own. So there's there's some things there that resonates with, with a lot of parents, right? But if they don't do any research, they don't realize, you know, all of the all of the things he does stand for. And it doesn't take a whole lot of time researching to figure it out. Yeah. So. And I, on a personal level, this Michael Stinson guy, I got nothing against him. Mm-hmm. Don't know the guy from Adam. Yeah. I would only know him because I've seen his picture on, on Facebook. That's mm-hmm. it. That's mm-hmm. it. On a personal level, I got nothing against him. Yeah. But I do not want him getting close to my kids nowhere no. close he can stay in princeton which is where he works mm-hmm. i don't want him to have any say so whatsoever i you let somebody this is how these books end up in our library mm-hmm. and i'm not about it you know absolutely i just ugh, man what's this <laughs> uh-oh
Hello, Jessica is getting down. <laughs> So your New York update, Big Apple, this is from townhall.com, Big Apple might have another big COVID problem. Uh Uh-oh. New York City was the epicenter of the U.S.-based coronavirus outbreak. (laughs) (laughs) The pandemic is long gone, but the after effects might last for years. I'm not talking about those afflicted with long COVID, though that is an issue for some Americans. Reportedly, the Big Apple is being besieged by COVID-carrying rats. (laughs) And yes... They can transmit the virus to humans. This new finding has, pr- has prompted scientists to make a call for more research into how animals play a role in pandemics. <laughs> well, I got the simple answer. It's the same answer we've been told here for like three years. Can't we just put masks on them and socially distance them and vaccinate them? And we've got nothing to worry about. <laughs> COVID carrying rats. I know. But really, how are they how are they transmitting this to humans, I wonder? Oh, uh, it was it was humanized in a in a mouse. So that's how I don't I know. wonder what they do though. Like if if I'm if I see this mouse, a rat, mm-hmm. like maybe they get bit. I got bit by a mouse once. You did? Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have told you that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe that's the problem. Oh, so shoot. anyway, right there, there's your uh, New York <laughs> update. Boom! Oh, right into a California. We got it all. Do you really think that maybe people are ingesting food from mice or from the rats? Could be. Oh. Huh. Oh, that's interesting. We do have a California update. Oh. Ingesting food from the rats, like what, droppings or something? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Like New York is, I feel like it's kind of dirty. It just makes me just want to cringe. But I'm just saying, I mean, maybe that's what happens. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. 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 <laughs> I don't know much about this story right here, but yeah. it just dropped on Friday. FDI FDIC takes control of Silicon Valley Bank after its collapse. Oh, I, I guess you've heard this. You, yeah. I was yeah. going to ask if you were going to say something about this. The FDIC has assumed control of Silicon Valley Bank to protect depositors from losing all their money after it was closed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation. This just happened today, right? Uh, I don't... Uh, Friday. This happened Friday. The FDIC? Yeah. Telling everybody that everything they're going to take over or... Yeah. Yeah. So okay. It happened okay. Friday. Okay. All right. Federal banking regu- regulators on March 10th, that was Friday, took custody of the country's 16th largest bank, which was a top lender for American tech and life sciences firms and startups, according to a press release. So, in other words, this bank has not been managed very well and it's going downhill and the FDIC took it over. Or, yeah, basically. It it led me to wonder, like, how do you lose your money if you got it in a bank? So I did a little research for you guys, and let's say that you have $250,000 or less in your bank account. Okay. So I've got 100 bucks. You got 100 bucks in your bank account. The bank falls. It collapses. Okay? Mm-hmm. You're going to get your 100 bucks back. You will. The government insures that. Mm-hmm. They insure it all the way up to $250,000. Let's say that you have $300,000. The government's going to insure you to two hundred fifty, dollars 
but that last $50,000, they're not going to insure you for. You might not get all of it back. But one way you can insure higher than two fifty dollars is add a joint owner to the account. So, like, if the, if the money was just in my name, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. from what I understand and what I read, and, and I had 300000 I think that I could add Hello Jessica to my account. That would make two of us. And then they would insure it to 500000 If I read that right, and I think I read that right. The other thing you can do is put your 250000 in that bank and then go to a totally different bank, mm-hmm. open up another account, and put that other 50000 in it, and they're both insured. Mm. That's the whole reason I wanted to bring that up. Okay. So, anyway. I, okay. Did, have you heard anything about Janet Yellen saying that they're not going to bail them out? I anything? read that headline, but I didn't yeah. read the story. Okay. I, yeah. Well, I'm not going to say any more about it, but I thought it very interesting because everybody's reporting on Janet Yellen here these days. Yeah. I, or I, right now. Anyways. I didn't read the story, so okay. I can't comment too right. easily on that. Okay. But in my last story of the day, mm-hmm. NBC Montana. Montana rep. Rep files bill to ban blood donations from people vaccinated against COVID-19. Yeah. A Republican lawmaker in Montana is worried about blood transfusions from people who've been vaccinated against COVID-19. So he filed a bill to end donations from people who got the shot. State Representative Greg commits bill has the short title prohibit donations of certain blood and blood products as the long and short of and the long and short of it is a person may not knowingly donate whole blood containing gene altering proteins nanoparticles high count spike proteins from long COVID 19 or other isolates introduced by mrna or dna vaccines so i find that interesting because you and i had that on the podcast it's probably been two or three months ago now mm-hmm. where there were some doctors asking questions about giving blood if you were yeah. vaccinated and what happens whenever that blood goes into somebody who's not and what's the problems that could occur. So I found that interesting. We're not conspiracy theorists. We, I'm reporting what I read. I mean, and that's, that's it. That's what I got. Yeah. And you know, what's, uh, what's also really sad is that, that, uh, people are still dying suddenly. Yeah, I read another story about that today. Some rapper somewhere. Yeah. Afri- I don't know. Africa, I think. Yeah. You see, I just pulled that one up. I don't know if But he's, anyways, I don't... I don't know where he's from. I, he was performing in Africa, I believe. South African rapper. Okay, there Costa you go. Costa Titch. Yeah. Titch, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, died suddenly on stage. Yeah. At a music festival. Right. Um, there was a 17-year-old girl who had cardiac arrest at a cheer competition this past week. Yeah. It's very, very... I mean... It's so so disturbing. It's disturbing. Yeah. So cardiac arrest for teenagers and young 20s and 30s. Both sexes, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very disturbing. Yeah. And then that little baby that we, we reported on had got a blood transfusion where they had actually had their non-vaccinated blood. You know, they had secured that, but then the, the hospitals messed up, put in the wrong blood, and, and then the, the baby, baby had, passed. Yep. Mm-hmm. baby had horrible uh, blood clots and died. Yeah. 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 So... Um, anyway, that's, that's well, tough to hear. It that's is. tough to hear. It is. Yuck. Ugh. What do you got going on this week, Ryan? Um, last week I didn't end up hauling much grain because between the elevators being closed and the horribly long lines, it just wasn't worth mm-hmm. it. So, um, this week I'm going to try to haul grain again Yeah. and hopefully I'll get more than one load a day because of long lines. Is so, it going to warm up? 
uh, maybe one day of 60 here. Like today was not a day I wanted to go outside and play. It was no. 42 so and cold. windy. Yeah, yeah. It was nasty and cloudy. Yeah. Yep. Rainy last night. Yucky. Yep. So. Yuck. But, I mean, I don't want to enjoy this weather, but here for too long, she'll break and we'll yep. be busy and yep. doing the things we do here on the farm. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Well, folks, I think we're going to get out of here. I am so glad that you joined us. You are an American. Come on. Don't forget to be one. There you go. See, I changed it. Right, yeah, you did. <laughs> Threw me off. <laughs> Leah Thomas is still a boy. You, uh, you are not. Oh. You are. Man, I'm so used to doing this this way. Yeah. <laughs> Leah Thomas is still a boy. You are an American. Don't, Don't forget, forget to, be to be one. one. Jesus Christ yeah. is our Savior. And we will see you next week. Adios, my friends.